Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur with your host, Steve Kidd, third-generation minister and 30-year business coach. Listen in as amazing, world-changing authors, speakers, and coaches share their struggles and victories, and hear from best-selling authors' insight into how you, too, can live your life as a thriving entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome to Thriving Entrepreneur. Thank you so much for being with us here today, for taking time out of your schedule and really investing in you. I hope that you are ready for a breakthrough because today we're going to talk about miracles. Now, for those of you that are like, oh man, here goes Steve. He's going to be all preachery on us. Uh, I promise you that we aren't really going to be talking necessarily from a churchy perspective, but I want you to understand that you're a miracle. If you haven't heard last week's episode, please do listen to the episode on words. Your words are powerful. And the things that we say to ourselves, they make such a huge night and day difference in how we show up in the world. And yet so often we just let things plop out of our mouth. We just say them with no thought, no regard to what it is that we just put out into the world. Because today I want you to understand you are the greatest miracle in the world. And I want to talk about the miracles of you, about the miracles contained within the things that you say and the things that you can accomplish. You have such a powerful message within inside of you. And miraculous things can and do happen when you speak them into existence. But the question becomes, can you embrace the miracle that is you? And then can you speak miraculous things into the world? And, and you know, for some of you, you're like, but Steve, I'm not a speaker. Um, you know, for some of you, you're going to shout from the rooftops your message. You will grab people as they walk past you because you have to speak. You have to share with them. For others of you, you know, your personality type or who you are is wonderful and yet it's more behind the scenes. Maybe your miraculous thing is to sit at home and pour into the lives of your children. Maybe the miraculous thing is going to be those words that are contained within your book. So let's start off talking about this miracle by, again, this week we're going to use a whole bunch of quotes, both from our best-selling authors as well as some of my favorite books, a few more of them. Um, I intentionally went ahead and found other books and quotes as opposed to just continuing to quote to you from the ones I did last week. They're amazing books, and like I said, if you haven't heard last week's show, feel free to listen to it because there's some powerful words in there. But today I want to talk to you about the miracle that is you. And I want to start us off from the book, The Greatest Miracle in the World by Og Mandino. 
Here's a quote that I want you to take to heart. Like a butterfly from its chrysalis, you will fly. Fly as high as you wish, and neither the wasps nor the dragonflies nor the mandids of mankind shall obstruct your mission of your search for the true riches of life. Feel my hand upon thy head. Attend to my wisdom. Let me share with you again the secret you heard at your birth and forgot. You are my greatest miracle. You are the greatest miracle in the world. I encourage you, if you haven't read Ogmandino's book, The Greatest Miracle, please do. It is an amazing book. He goes through in that book and articulates to you just how miraculous you are. The miraculousness of the inner workings of your body. I mean, think about it. When was the last time that you had to actively make sure that your heart knew to beat? Or that the blood flowed through your veins. Those things happen every single moment of every single day. Without you having to have to even think about it. And so many other miraculous things are part of just who you are. You are the greatest miracle in the world. And you really truly need to embrace it. You know, there is a book that many of us grew up, it depends on how old you are, but many of us grew up reading. It's the book A Wrinkle in Time by Madeline Langell. And for those of you who just got to see the movie, oh my gosh. <laughs> it was so incredible. And it was... I read an article actually just recently and and they said it was like finally we have a character that Oprah can play that comes close to embodying how great Oprah is. And there are so many great lines in the book that uh, were placed into the movie. Um, But this one stood out to me so much. A, because it's very part and parcel of what we say here every week, but also because it's just so impactful. Do you realize how many events, choices that had to occur since the birth of the universe leading up to making of you just exactly the way you are? Such a powerful quote, and I love how Mrs. Witch in that particular story shares with Meg that She's not worthless. She's not a failure. She truly is miraculous. That there are so many things that had to come together just for her to exist. And that, yes, there is a point and a purpose for her. And I really think that a lot of times we know that deep inside of us, but we we forget We let it go. We don't hold on to how powerfully impactful we truly are in life. And so then we just exist. We let things go. And next thing you know, life has gone by. A day, a week, a month, a year has passed without you acknowledging your greatness. 
Think about that for a minute. Your greatness. So often it's so easy to give in to the negative self-esteem that says that we're not great, but yet you are. I love how Sonia Noel says in her best-selling book that I do believe too that it will happen sooner than later. I love that she puts out in the universe that powerful, miraculous, short sentence that says that it will happen and it will happen sooner than later. Belief is so powerful and until we add to life, add to our existence, our belief that something can happen. You know, there's an old saying that says, whether you think it can or you think it can't, you're right. <laughs> think about that one for a minute. If you shoot at nothing, then you will hit absolutely. You know, I, I remember so well the quote that we talked about last week. It's from another one of our best-selling books. Um, you know, and the quote is, if you don't shoot at anything, you'll most likely not hit anything. How's that for powerful? From El Jose Gordon's book. He really, really brings to the point that we've got to take our shot. You know, um, it's so important to just show up and be the best version of yourself. I love this quote from Monica Reed. Her book is entitled Renew You. Well, isn't that a great name? Just the name of the book just makes you want to pick it up and read it, doesn't it? Monica says, if you do not know who you are, the world will not know either. Ooh, think about that for a minute. Um, I've said on this before, uh, you know, often you hear people say, hey, you just liked your own post, or you even loved your own post. What's up with that? I mean, come on, that's kind of cheating, you know, you're just liking your own stuff. But what I always come back to that is, of course I should like my own post. I should love my own post. If I don't like it, if I don't love it, why would I have any expectation that somebody else is going to? I mean, my goodness, why should I expect a like on a post, a book, a whatever that I put out there in the world that I secretly am hating? Now, that's not meant to uh, be judgmental, and I hope you didn't take it that way. It's just a matter of freeing you from that so easy process of judging yourself and allowing you to really live free as the miraculous, wonderful, amazing, powerful person that you are. The difference between showing up in the world and hiding is so minuscule. I remember some of you probably grew up, uh, you know, that are my age, you grew up with the, you know, the cartoons back in the day. And I remember from Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the song put one foot in front of the other. And life really is that simple. It's about taking that next step. It's not about trying to take the whole journey 
right up front, but rather just putting one foot in front of the other. The old saying goes, how do you eat an elephant? You do it one bite at a time. All too often we try to swallow the whole elephant. We have this amazing idea, this big concept, this thing that we feel inside of us that sometimes feels like Atlas holding up the world. It's so huge within us. And we try to do all of it instantaneously. And then we beat ourselves up because we failed, because we try to do everything. Rather than understanding that by simply just doing a thing, by putting one foot in front of the other, by taking a step, by taking one bite out of this enormous elephant that we couldn't possibly swallow in one gulp. Your miracle, you, the place that you are supposed to show up in the world. There is no little places. There are no little people. There are no little miracles. They're all huge. Because for the person that it will reach, it can be a matter of life and death. It is so big for them. It helps change them in such an enormous way. Think about that some for just a minute. Here's a quote from Pamela Garrison. Her book was called Identity Crisis, Rediscover You. When you identify who you are as an individual, you will no longer conform to the image others have designed for you. You will walk with confidence, purpose, and be fulfilled in your destiny. Wow, that's good stuff. I want to be fulfilled in my destiny. Do you want to be fulfilled in your destiny? You have a miracle that is part of who you are, that's ready to explode out into the world. And more than anything, what we want to do here each week is help you bring the miraculous you and the miracle that's inside of you out into the world. More than anything else I could ever say, to me, that's what it means to live as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. 
This is Steve. Welcome back. We are talking today about the greatest miracle, you. You are miraculous, and the things that you can do are miraculous, too. I know I'm sounding a little bit like Dr. Seuss, and in fact, I want to start off this segment with a quote from his book, Oh, the Places You Will Go. Congratulations. Today is your day. You're off to great places. You're off and away. You have brains in your head. You have feet in your shoes. You can steer yourself any direction you choose. You're on your own, and you know what you know. And you are the guy who'll decide where to go. You'll look up and down streets, look them over with care. About some you will say, I don't choose to go there. With your head full of brains and your shoes full of feet, you're too smart to go down any not-so-good street. And you may not find any you'll want to go down. In that case, of course, you'll head straight out of town. It's opener there in the wide open air. Out there, things can happen and frequently do to people as brainy and footsy as you. And then things start to happen. Don't worry, don't stew. Just go right along. You'll start happening, too. Oh, the places you'll go. I don't know if you've ever read that book or not, but I highly recommend it to you. Oh, the places you will go by Dr. Seuss. Um, it's it, it's such a great encouragement. Whether you have just graduated something or um, you just are looking at the start of your day, um, you know I've actually done sales trainings where for the whole entire week. I would read that every morning to the sales crew before they would leave for the day to go out and do their sales calls and stuff. Um, you know, and it, it goes into the fact that sometimes we don't always win, but we always have the ability to go to those places that we're meant to go. You know, because I think it's really summed up very well in Tajiri Braken's book where she quotes and where her quote says, I was not worthless nor worth less. And I think we need to know that about ourselves. You are so valuable. You are so worth it. There is just so much in you that the world needs. Um, you know, I say it every time about how much the world needs you. And it really is true. It's not meant to be a trite phrase that just is something I say to try to motivate you, but it really is the core of what I believe, that you are uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose, and the world does need you. So often I refer to T.D. Jakes um, and how he talked about the fact that you have to understand that you were a miracle. And then of all the things that are possible, God literally moved heaven and earth, brought together two people, regardless of whether or not they stayed together, should have been together, were perfect for each other or not, because it was so important that you are on this planet, that you came into existence. Um, you know, and it's just really impactful and really important that you understand what a great miracle you are. Because the other side to that is that we begin to live in a place where we start to, you know, to question ourselves, to not think good about ourselves. And 
Instead, I encourage you to hold on to what Oprah Winfrey says. Everybody has a calling. And your real job in life is to figure it out as quick as possible. Figure out what it is, who you are meant to be, and to begin to honor that in the best way for yourself. Figure out who you are. Figure it out quick and then show up in the world. Honor that place that only you can hold down in the world. Because Oprah does a great job of being Oprah. We don't need Oprah 2.0. We need you to be 100% fully here. I mean, I love the comedians that do impersonations of people. Um, and some of them are extremely funny, but... Um, you know, the truth of the matter is, is that the person they're impersonating, that's the real them. Whereas them impersonating them, it's not really who they are. And I can think of several, uh, several actors that are really good at doing impersonations. And yet some of my favorite stuff that they've done is when they were just being themselves. Um, and, you know, sometimes the true of who themselves is is to be comical, to take a particular vocal trait of a famous person and exaggerate it to point out how funny that can be and help us laugh. Um, laughter is so important, and it's such a big deal in our world to make sure that we uh, allow ourselves to laugh, that we allow ourselves to see the funny parts of ourselves and the funny parts of others, not in a cruel, pick-on-them sort of way, but in a way that allows us to be free, to be the miracle that we are, to understand the miraculous part of ourselves that our words bring into existence simply by us being. Without it, we move into lack. We move into bitterness and anger. We become defeated individuals. I love this quote. Uh, many of you that know me know that uh, although C.S. Lewis, as I said in the last episode, is by far my favorite author, um, a close runner-up second place would be Terry Brooks. Um, and a great quote from his uh, second book, actually, which was called Elfstones of Shannara. Um, he says, hurt leads to bitterness, bitterness to anger. Travel too far that road, and the way is lost. You see, we, we start off feeling hurt by something, and then we stew in it. We live in that place. And so rather than seeing the wonderful miracle that we are, we live in that hurt. We just... You swim in it until we get all pruney, as the as the line from the one movie says, um, and that then leads to a place where we become embittered. We are, you know, if you will, it's like biting into something really sour, not in a good way. I mean, I know some people like my Kathy; she loves you know sour things, but not in that sour tart flavor, but in a bitter kind of ooh, spit it out kind of a way. And from that bitterness becomes the type of anger that leads to wars, to strife and contention that, uh, you know, is difficult, if not impossible, 
to turn, you know, and if you continue down that road too far, you're lost. And next thing you know, you're one of those kind of people. Uh, it's funny, you know, because if you listen to the, the news ever, you're constantly hearing about people who are just, you know, they did horrible things. And then their neighbors will say something like, well, he was always such a good boy. Or I love it when the people who knew them growing up said, he was such a sweet child growing up. I don't understand what happened. And it's because of the fact that rather than living as the great miracle that you are, that you that we allow ourselves to give in to that bitterness, that anger, that hurt, and define our lives by that down moment instead of seeing that although other people may choose to live their life in a place of defeat, that you have the power, you have the ability to step out no matter how far down it's been, as long as you are alive, as long as it's today, and you have breath and you have strength, you can succeed. Um, you know, I think of one of our authors that was on, uh, and I, I love her story because she talks about literally being on her deathbed. Um, you know, and it's really impactful to me. Her name is Kenya, by the way. And, uh, you know, she was on her deathbed. She had gained an incredible amount of weight um, and was just literally within weeks of dying. A friend of hers said, you know, why don't you just try this isogenic stuff and see what it does for you? And she began to lose the weight. She lost like 80 pounds in the first month. And, um, you know, she's lost... I don't even remember. I want to say she was over 600 pounds, and now I know she's like 135. So, you know, what is that? Almost 500 pounds that she's lost. Because even there, on the brink of death, when the doctors literally had said, there's nothing more we can do for you, there was still possibility. The miracle that is how our bodies are created, that doctors are still studying, they're still trying their best to do, but often they find that the best medicine is things like laughter, things like our ability and our will to live that takes over and really gives us the ability to live, to live a powerful, impactful life. I love this quote from Renette Clark Williams in her book. She says, the truth is, is we have choice. We have decisions to make and we have actions that we take. And the closest thing that we have to being in control is being authentic. I love that. You know, because control is such an illusion. We we fight and we scrape and we scratch and we get angry and try to control the world around us. Rather than being the miracle that is us, authenticity is allowing that special uniqueness that is you to just pop out into the world, to just show up every day as the best version of yourself. Are there days that you're going to, uh, you know, be less than? Yeah, you know, we're human. We all do it. And that's okay. Now is a time when you can forgive yourself 
for the times that you've been less than what you hoped you would have been and be authentically the miracle that you are because without you, the world's just a little less than. But with you, things can and will be brighter. They will be better. Um, you know, the thing that we don't understand is, is that problems come. Situations arise in all of our lives because every single person on the planet has the freedom of choice. Sometimes all of us wish that certain people that have come into our lives did not have that free will. They did not have that free choice because the things that they've chosen to do are so incredibly hurtful that it becomes very difficult on a day-to-day -day basis to rise above that place that they left us after the encounter with them. I get that. I understand. We've all been through that. Now the question becomes... Can we use that as a stepping stone rather than a tombstone? Are we going to lay down and die in that horrible decision that that person made with their free will? Or are we going to enact our triumph, victorious, brilliant, miraculous us and step forward? knowing that it's terrifying, that it's unknown, and that we may not know where we're going, but that with stepping forward, with taking a chance, with going one more time, we can succeed, we can make a difference, and we can live as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to WeHelp.com youthrive.com check us out and find out how you can be a best-selling author today welcome back to thriving entrepreneur this is steve welcome back thanks for listening to thriving entrepreneur today while we talk about the greatest miracle in the world you you are the greatest miracle. You have within you words that are miraculous. Words are powerful. Words make a difference. And the miracle that is you comes alive when you begin to share yourself. Connie Knudsen from her book says, Dream big. Big dreams can only happen with an open heart and the willingness to take steps in that direction 
even if they are baby steps. That's powerful. We've been talking several times throughout this episode about just simply taking a step, putting that one foot in front of the other, doing the thing that you can do today while it's called today. As my good friend Ernie Villanueva always says, today is the only legal tender. Tomorrow is a promissory note and yesterday is a canceled check. Today is all you have to spend. Spend it wisely. Use it the best way you can to be the miracle that you are in this world. I love this quote. I'm, of course, prejudiced because it's from my beautiful wife, Kathy, from the anthology book, Extraordinary Lives, that her and a few other people put out just about this time last year. She says in the book... I discovered that in being vulnerable and authentically me, people liked me most. Not the polished version, not the worried about being judged version, but simply human. The human version of me, all of me. I learned that in order to help more people in the world, I had to be vulnerable and stand out in public in my own marketing. And to be able to share what I do and how. I can help more people do that then too. So as I came forward, as I began speaking, I was able to reach more people and very simply help them share their message with the world. This is what led to us being able to help 156 people put out their books and make them bestsellers in 2016. But more importantly, because those people put out their books from the very first day that their book launched, we tracked that over 80,000 people had been reached with those powerful messages that those people had. Think about that for a minute. 80,000 lives changed. And why? Because of a decision to just simply show up. To be vulnerable and authentic. What an amazing thing that is. Some of you that know Kathy well know that she um, has pretty severe agoraphobia or had um, you know, it got to the place where before her and I met, she had actually had a three-month period where she didn't leave the house. Not for anything. I mean, she, like, bribed a guy one time to uh, go and get her cold medicine, you know, a delivery guy, because she just simply couldn't leave the house. That's where she was at that point. And yet, through the course of those small baby steps, like Connie was saying in her book, She's come to a place now where she is impacting the lives of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people. And that vision, that uh, opportunity continues to grow in her life, in the life of our company, and in the larger span of things that are just now beginning to take shape. It's important because often we, we sit in our house in our bed and we want to pull the sheets up over our head and it's it's really easy to just check out of the world because the world can be a very scary place and there can be hurts that come 
But what we have to do is really embrace the fact that our story was never for us. Our lives are not our own. We are meant to serve the people that our message can help. And when we begin to focus on helping others, on what we can do to make their lives better, that's when the miracle starts coming through. And we stop dealing with the things inside of us and begin to deal with what can we do today to help. And each of us is at a different place. That thing that we can do to help may be something that you need to do inside of the safety of your own house. I'm not asking you to just say, hey, you know, this issue I've been dealing with instantaneously doesn't exist. That's not real. That's not life. But within where you are, what's a baby step that you could take today? What is something that you could do that could bring the miracle that is you out into the world? See, I'm not really talking about something that's so deeply spiritual that, um, you know, you need to go to seminary or any of that kind of thing in order to bring it out. It's just simply by being authentically yourself that we then really begin to make a difference in the world. That we, as Ramat said, walk away from the concept of controlling everything around us. And we simply show up in the world as vulnerable. I've been blessed in life. I've had a lot of people, uh, Kathy and I were actually talking about it the other day, of some of the amazing people that um, I've gotten a chance to spend one-on-one time with. Uh, many of them, I was either young enough, I was either too young to know how amazing they were, or I was just blessed that I was allowed to be in their sphere of influence um, and have close, intimate conversations with them um, in spite of who they were. Um, And of course, the first person who uh, was a mentor in my life, the first, what we would now call coach, way before I was old enough to know that you would ever want coaching or personal development or any of those kind of things, was my godfather, um, Dr. Donald Joy. Actually, Don and Robbie uh, Joy were so impactful in my life that I actually asked my parents to go to them and specifically ask if they would be willing to be my godparents, to be the people that if, God forbid, something had happened to my parents, that they would take up the responsibility of raising me. And, and I feel very blessed that they were willing to step into that role as godparents in my life. And um, throughout the years that... It's never been anything more than a quick email, you know, since we've had email, um, or a phone call, or showing up at an event where Dr. Joy has been speaking, that, um, that he had time for me, that he would smile um, and, you know, be willing to go out to lunch with me after the, after the event, or spend time sharing with me and pouring into me the wisdom that he has found over his almost 90 years now, I think he's like 87 or 88, Um, almost 90 years that he's been on this planet studying, learning, teaching, growing. And uh, back many, many years ago now, we actually helped him put together a website. Um, And uh, one of the things he did in there was give away a book that he wrote that's called Walk On. 
and um, there's some really amazing insights into that. If you're interested, um, you know, it's a free giveaway, and I could actually still get it for you, even though Dr. Joy has, uh, you know, retired and really loves spending time with his grandkids and great-grandkids now. Um, but in the book, Walk On, Dr. Joy says this, I have a simple thesis that life itself is God's best curriculum for us. If we would be transformed into the likeness of God through Jesus, it is more likely to happen in daily life than anywhere else. For it is there that we confront issues needing a deep integrity grounded in Jesus. He is truly the center of all reality, the pot of gold at the end of all rainbows, arched over those life storms formed from fear, distress, pain, tragedy, and even doubt. It's simply through the process, as Dr. Joy says, of walking through life, of embracing life, and being genuine, real, and authentic. He talks about, um, you know, the camping. He actually taught a class in seminary. So imagine, you know, you've gone to the level of ministry where you're going to seminary. He taught a class that helped the men learn how to be able to reach people through living. And he did it through a backpacking experience. It was about a week long. I was uh, honored to be able to be uh, on one of them just before I went into eighth grade. Um, and I'm not going to say it was easy. It's a tough, tough, tough week. <laughs> uh, but it's also transformational. Being out there walking on the Chateau Trace trails in Kentucky, um, seeing nature around you, walking until your legs hurt, your feet had calluses and blisters, and, and, uh, you know, and then sitting around the fire and sharing with people. And he taught those men, we don't have to be, uh, you know, in your face. you got to change your ways to bring about change in the people. But by simply just sitting back, being real and authentic for them, the message that you're trying to get across to them will come through. And he even actually told the class, look, um, you know, we start on Monday morning. Um, and by about Wednesday evening, the first kid is going to come forward and say, hey, I'd like to know more about these things that you you believe in life. And then you, without getting all bible just simply share with him what you found. And he said, and by the end of the week, every single one of the kids will be transformed forever. And it's true. It's a life-altering experience through just simply being genuine and authentic. What a miracle it is that we can just show up in the world as ourself. Nothing bigger, nothing greater, no kind of secret special plot, but just simply by showing up as ourself. That in that is where the greatest miracles happen. By miracles, I don't mean, you know, things like the parting of the Red Sea, turning water into wine, those kind of things. I don't want to diminish the power of those kind of things. But the real miracles 
is when somebody simply sees that you're hurting and has the ability to reach out a hand and say, is there something I could do today to help? You see, that's why your story is so important. Again, going back to the quote that I quote all the time from Lisa Nichols, your story was never about you. Your message isn't about you. The words that you speak, they're not about you. They're only there so that they can help, they can serve, they can transform the lives of the people that they will. You have the ability to be in somebody's life. They're Lisa Nichols, they're Tony Robbins, they're Oprah. They may never come in contact with Tony, with Oprah, with Lisa, with Dr. Phil, with, you know, the list goes on. But they may come in contact with you. And it may just be from you authentically being happy. Often we take and we look at the things that we do in life and we discount them as not being important enough because we have critiqued them from something outside, something that the world says is significance, rather than realizing how impactful as a cashier at a convenience store, being happy, smiling, and letting the person know how grateful you are that they just showed up in the world. That happiness and joy is contagious. And when you show up that way in the world, you can share that with others. And you will make dramatic impacts on people that come in contact with you that you will never know. See, a lot of times the biggest, the greatest miracle that we can perform, the most dynamically awesome thing that we can do, are the things that we're never going to know we did. We just simply be our best version of ourselves. We show up. We show up in the world in a way that allows somebody else to get today what they need. I, I'm a planner. I like having long-term goals. I like having plans for the future. If anything, like a Joseph, I have problems, struggles with dreams, big dreams of the future. And it's annoying even sometimes to the people around me when I share those big dreams. Joseph had that same problem with his brothers. So much so that they wanted to get rid of him and they sold him into slavery. <laughs> My brothers were annoyed by me, but they never sold me into slavery. Don't give them any ideas. They might still consider it. <laughs> but, um, you know, truthfully, I love big dreams. I love big plans. But the best thing in life is when you make an impact today by just being who you are, by sharing the words that are on your heart today. And here's the cool part about it. Those words can be written down. We live in a digital age where whether it be Twitter or Facebook, more importantly in eBooks and print books, you can put those words down that are impactful and powerful 
And they can be today exactly what somebody needs. And they can be five years, ten years, a hundred years from now, again, something that somebody needs. You see, often if we go back and we read old books, old stories that are written hundreds of years ago, we can find pearls of wisdom inside of them. And even though the author has passed, that wisdom still can sear through to our heart and be like, oh, there's a transformation. There's something that I want, that I can do in my life today. So share your words. Give the miracle that you have inside of you because it's only a miracle when it's shared with somebody else so that it can make the impact that it's meant to make. And then you will be living as a thriving entrepreneur. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today. Welcome back to Thriving Entrepreneur. This is Steve. Welcome back. Miracles are like meatballs because nobody can exactly agree on what they're made of, where they come from, or how often they should appear. Some people say that a sunrise is a miracle because it's somewhat mysterious and often very beautiful. But other people say it is simply a fact of life because it happens every day and far too early in the morning. Some people say that a telephone is a miracle because it sometimes seems wondrous that you can talk with somebody who is thousands of miles away, and other people say it is merely a manufactured device fashioned out of metal parts, electronic circuitry, and wires, and they are very easily cut. Some people say that sneaking out of a hotel is a miracle, particularly if the lobby is swarming with policemen, and other people say it's simply a fact of life because it happens every day and far too early in the morning. So you may think that there are so many miracles in the world that you can scarcely count them, or that there are so few that you can scarcely worth mentioning, depending on whether you spend your mornings gazing at a beautiful sunset or luring yourself into a back alley with a rope made of matching towels. It's a great quote from Lemony Snicket, The Carnivorous Carnival. It is important for us to keep in mind as Carl Michelle says in his book, 365 Hip Hop, that someone else is praying for the thing that you're taking for granted. And that's important that we remember how impactful what we say is, how important what we do, how miraculous 
our showing up in the world is in this place, in this day. The greatest miracle you can perform is to be you and to show up with that thing that somebody is praying for right now. You are someone's miracle. You have within you the words, the talent, the thing that is miraculous is needed by someone else. You see, often we think of desperation and we put it in a negative light. But as I recorded from Les Brown last week, sometimes we have to be a place where we want a thing bad enough to be able to succeed. Kay Monique says in her book, being desperate can be interpreted as something negative, but the truth of the matter is that desperation is fuel. And that is so true. Sometimes until we get to the place where we're desperate enough, we don't find our breakthrough. The other side of that is true though too. Until we get to the place that we understand the desperate need of other people that can be solved by the words that are contained within the miraculousness that is you. Somebody's going to remain desperate in a negative place, wishing, wanting, hoping, as Carl said, praying for that thing that you do, that thing that you can do with grace and with ease. C.S. Lewis says miracles are a retelling in small letters of the very same story which is written across the whole wide world in letters too large for some of us to see. Because you are the greatest miracle. Your existence coming into being was a miracle. You're showing up today is a miracle. And now you take the miracle that is you, that thing you do, so simple, so gracefully, so easily, and sharing it with somebody else. And it creates miracles in a way that is tangible, that isn't something ethereal, something religious, but is simply a breakthrough for somebody who needs it. Somebody who has added their desperation as a fuel to find the answer and get to that next step. And just as there are somebody in your life, maybe it's Lisa Nichols, maybe it's Oprah Winfrey, maybe it's Tony Robbins, who knows? Somebody that has been a light into your life has taken you to a place you're so much better, so much more. You are that for somebody else. And it's time now to share those words. We would love to have you join us at Bestsellers Guild. Bestsellersguild.com will take you straight to our Facebook group. It is a free group. It's a community globally that is here to impact the world in a miraculous manner by just simply sharing that thing. What do I know now? I'm going to know more five years from now, ten years from now. I'm going to know more tomorrow. But today, there is something that I have to share. There is a powerful, dynamic something that I can give to the world from what I have been through. What did I go through? What did I learn? 
And now how can I share it? Knowing that that experience, that my life, that my message was never for me. It was only purely, simply meant for those that it was meant to reach. You have that breakthrough for somebody else. You are someone's miracle right now today just by simply sharing how incredible you are. Because you are. You are the greatest miracle. You are amazing. I hope you can take that to heart today. I hope you can take it down deep inside. Enjoy it. And then share it with the world. And that as you do so, that you will write it. And that while we're writing a book, why not make us a, make it a bestseller? Come and join us at Bestsellers Guild. We would love to help share your miraculous, brilliant talent with the world. Because you are so uniquely brilliant. You were created for a purpose. And the world does need you. You are the greatest miracle. You have within you the greatness, the miracle, the breakthrough that somebody else needs. And now is your time to begin sharing that with the world so that you can help others through that thing that you're now through as you reach out for answers for the next thing that you're going through. You also reach back and help someone else make it to their next step, to their next level, so that their life is better because they came in contact with you. Until one day, as I said to our group the other day, you're walking through a room and you look up to the wall and there written on the wall is a quote. And as you begin to look at that quote, you see that those words are yours. That's what I want for you. Come and join us at Best Sellers Guild. Know that Kathy and I are here to help you. We want to see you succeed. We want to see you live every day of your life as a thriving entrepreneur. Until next time, have a great week. Thanks for listening to Thriving Entrepreneur today. If you want to get your question answered, send an email to questions at wehelpyouthrive.com. We look forward to you joining us again next time. You've heard Kathy and I talk about it. You've seen the workshops. You have watched as others of your friends have become a best-selling author. And now it's your turn. Let me ask you this. What would being a best-selling author do for your business? Over 80% of people surveyed said that they want to write a book, which means that if you're listening, you probably are one of those people. Now is your time because you have a message that needs to be shared. That message is not for you. It's not for your ego. It is because it serves other people. Kathy and I are here to help you share your unique brilliance with the world. All you need to do is go to wehelpyouthrive.com, check us out, and find out how you can be a best-selling author today.